0: Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the US. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu/visit.
1: Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office.
2: Well, hello and good morning to our listeners from around the world. I want to welcome you again to another edition of This Morning with Solivity, broadcasting live from our studio right here in Washington, D.C., the nation's capital, and on KMIT 1490 AM radio in Southern California. My name is Brian Wesley Johnson, and of course, I'm so happy that you joined us. We have a great hot topic show. That we're going to be doing today. But I've got to introduce my very special friends and my beautiful and wonderful co hosts, Tammy Gaines and Candace Harper. Good morning to both of you.
0: Good morning.
2: morning. Woo-hoo. I'm so glad we're back together. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday. I know, right? And it's
1: Friday. By the way, Cinco de Mayo. Oh,
2: well, that's yes, right. Cinco, Cinco de
1: mayo. mayo. Oh, yeah. And I know
2: it's, <laughs> and, and happy belated May the 4th be with you.
1: Right, yes, (laughs) and also with you,
2: (laughs) yeah. This is how we do it, y'all. This is how we do it. So, how has your week been? I mean, what's been going on, Tammy? I mean, I haven't talked to you since I got back from vacation, and so it's been a minute. I know
1: it's been a long minute. How's my week? Um, it's been a long week, I'll be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I, um Went to Atlanta for business for a couple of days, which was weird on a couple of levels. One, it was my first time meeting like my colleagues in person. Mm. Like I've only ever wow. known them over Zoom.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah, so that was like a little bit weird. A little <laughs> bit weird. Um and why we were obviously while we were down there in Atlanta, they had another mass shooting and we were like two miles away from it. Maybe yeah, a mile. yeah we're.
2: Gonna, um, but we're I know gonna, we're going
1: to talk about that. Yeah, um, my God, you anyway. know. Yeah, I'm. Like Candy said, I'm happy that it's Friday. I need. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. I need to breathe and think about all that happened this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and some of those people were exactly like I thought they were going to be. Uh, <laughs> Is that you um, good take that anyway, I'm not even going to comment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, my makeup. god. I can there... left you on Zoom. I didn't need to see you in person. Oh.
0: <laughs> That's so
2: funny.
1: That's funny. Well, now
2: Candy, you you post wonderful pictures pictures of Tucker. Yes. And he is the master of side eye. My right. goodness.
0: Well, I was telling um my partner Wes's daughter last night. Like I, if you've ever seen the movie Marley and Me. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Like, yeah. That's
0: what I'm living right now. Like if I <laughs> if this dog didn't have my whole entire heart, because he's the master of side eye, the master of mischief. He's like <laughs> calling my yellow monster. He wreaks havoc all the time. But I love him. He's a rescue. So I I just yeah. you know he has my entire heart. You know, Candy,
1: it's so funny. Yesterday, I was like, why am I so relaxed? Like, yesterday morning? Uh Because my dog was at the doggy place. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have to worry about, like, what time is it? I got to go take her out. I got to figure out the walk and get back in time for this meeting. Like, she was gone and i was very happy <laughs> yeah and and like
0: what happened to you know pets are supposed to be emotional support i'm like i'm emotionally <laughs> supporting him
2: i know right yeah you know, like when
0: they're when you're glad they're gone you, you know like like when it's a kid, problem it's
1: like, <laughs> you know you're the one who's doing the supporting it's a problem.
2: <laughs> you're like exhausted
1: she was super cute when i picked her up she was so happy like she came charging at me <laughs> she and she weighs so like 90 amazing. pounds i'm like oh my god I'm this bracing myself. While I was holding onto the wall. Does oh, she behave
0: man. better when she's with other people?
1: Oh, you know, she's a she's super smart. Is she's she? really smart. Yeah, um, yeah she's well behaved. She's also getting older. She just turned 10 this oh, year. Whoa. So, oh my God, we're past that crazy puppy phase. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she's calm, pretty chill. They, yeah, yeah they she's pretty down. chill.
0: Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that calm. time. Oh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
2: Well, listen, why don't we go ahead and get into our hot topics. But before we do, I just want to remind everybody, um, both on East Coast and West Coast, listen, if you have questions, comments, or thoughts, just post them right to our live chat. If you have ideas for our show, just send us an email to Solivity at Solivity.com and we will respond. Um, Ladies, wow. As we were just talking about before, um, our first hot topic is relates to an Atlanta there was a mass shooting, and Tammy, you were actually there during yeah. during this uh, time. And so we have a story that comes from CNN where an eight-hour manhunt that threw a major American city into fear and chaos ended when barking dogs at a suburban condo complex led to the arrest of a U.S. Coast Guard veteran suspected of fatally shooting a woman and wounding four others in a medical waiting room in the bustling heart of Atlanta authorities, said. The suspect uh Dion Dwayne Patterson who's age 24 was armed when he was arrested Wednesday evening Cobb County Police Chief Stuart Van Hooser said on Thursday wow hmm. what's Tammy yeah, I'll that go was to you weird. First, I got to tell were you there.
1: you was... were actually there I got to say it's one thing Look, we've been going through this right for years. The mass shooting thing. Yeah. It's one thing when you're watching TV and you see it all going down on TV. Mm-hmm. It's really different when you're like a mile or two away from where it's happening. Like every, like not my phone because because I'm from Jersey, but all the Atlanta people, their mm-hmm. phones started buzzing immediately. They put everything on lockdown. Like we were on lock in the office. Wow. Um you know and they di- they didn't apprehend that guy until later that night so we were co- mm-hmm. I was like I just want to go back home like I yeah, just want to get out of here right um it's just sad my uh colleague who was there her two kids are in high school which was like across the street basically from that from where it happened so they were on lockdown she couldn't get to them it was just like very in your face it's very different than like watching it on TV mm.
2: i bet yeah. I bet. I mean, it's kind of like, um, well, January 6th, right? Yeah, that was uh, great. W- Where, you know, people around the country are like, wow, that was really terrible. And it's like, no, you don't understand. People here in the DMV, we were literally traumatized. Like, we didn't know what the mm-hmm. heck was going to happen. Where is it going to be? Mm-hmm. And all that kind of stuff. So,
1: mm-hmm. man,
2: I when you told me that you were there, I was like, what?
1: Look, you and me both... <laughs> I was like, I came to Atlanta. I had to come to Atlanta to be like in proximity to a mass shooting. That's as close as I need to be. But you know, Brian and Candy, I think. Um, I was talking to someone on the plane coming home. We were everybody was like, "Get us the hell out of here." We right, were right, the airport, right. People were like, "Just pr- please put us back home." But we we're saying, isn't it so crazy that we live in a society where we wake up. It feels like every day or every week
0: yeah.
1: to yet another mass shooting. Like, what? D- has the fabric of all that we stand for completely fallen apart?
0: Mm. Uh, what
1: What are you thinking, Candy?
0: Well, I mean, I always have to. I think, like, there but for the grace, like, mm, <laughs> the, fact yeah, the fact that we are boy. in in this this state of life where, it, like, anywhere you could possibly be, and I I almost feel like even though this was a, this was a separate issue. Um, 9/11 was what I think woke a lot of us up to that we're that, that the United States is not this vanilla safe, uh, you know, place where nothing bad happens to the masses, right? Mm-hmm. I I've, mm-hmm. I feel like that's when I first got my awareness around that. But you know, to have mm-hmm. us living in a state where you could be anywhere at any time and someone could do something like this, it just speaks such volumes about how we we don't care about the things we claim to care about. (laughs) Right,
1: right. That's exactly what I meant by like, is the fabric, like what, you know, this country was built on a certain set of values. Right. Right. Uh, Where are they? Exactly. (laughs)
0: Exactly. And we're constantly in the political arguments and the, you know, and it it was funny because I was saying to Brian and Sheila on Tuesday, like I've been watching The Handmaid's Tale finally. And every time (laughs) I, what's that?
1: (laughs) That's so good. It's such, a, uh, it's such a
0: great show. You know, Margaret, Margaret Atwood wrote it, what, in the mid 80s. And the fact that she so much had her finger on the pulse of like, because even though that's not where we're at, there's right. a lot of people in power that's the direction we'd be going in. And with all of this lack of gun control, this lack of wanting to take care of people around mental illness and, you know, just not caring what happens to people, it's very it's like a harbinger of, you know, we really have to be awake around this.
2: And it's and and it's completely antithetic to how things actually are, right? We are all in a society where we depend on each other, even if we think we don't, we actually do.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. And so, um, you know, That's Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's bizarre.
1: I don't think we feel that way though, Brian anymore. No. Well, like we're not a connected society anymore
2: well yeah i mean you know well look at you know you went to why did you go to atlanta you went to atlanta and you met people that you haven't really met before right through you know Uh and so things like um i was so like things like it brought warm feelings to my heart to see children young children in my neighborhood actually playing Mm -hmm. i mean because before that, I've seen other friends of mine and their kids, they are in their like phones or a game or whatever, and they'll say things like, oh, well, I'm, I'm playing with my friend such and such, you know, and I'm like, well, is he neighbor in the neighborhood? Oh, no, he's like in England.
1: Mm, yeah. <laughs>
2: right. And it's cool. Which So there's a gap that technology and other things bring that bridges the gap, but it's not the same as this humor inter- human interaction where Mm -hmm. you actually start to care about people who where you live, Mm. right? Which can also foster caring for people where you don't live.
0: Like community building, yeah. Yeah, I
2: just, it it, Mm -hmm. just, it was, I don't know. I think a lot of this stuff has been normalized. I think that, you know, when, you know, what is it, 80 or 90% of the American public are all all about like trying to take action to quell the number of mass shootings through gun legislation and other things and yet our our <laughs> political system does not reflect that.
1: Yeah. 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 I think um so I'm a, you know, I'm a fan of the Second Amendment. Of course. I don't yeah. have a gun yet. Right. <laughs> but I think I'm going too soon. Mm-hmm. I went to the um, firing range for the first time last January, Mm -hmm. and um, I—if we, uh, yeah, Brian, I think you're right. We we can't even sit across the table from each other and be like, "Listen, we're we're not trying to like take your guns." Right. We're just trying. There's 192 mass shootings, absolutely, according to that article. Absolutely. We're not trying to take your guns or take your rights away, but can we at least get to the table to talk about like? Some reasonable resolution,
0: yeah. And I mean, again, there's, there's definitely a force at work that doesn't care if we kill ourselves. N- no, you know I, mean? I, 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 I totally. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I think that's, that's it.
2: Terrible, but, but I really think right. that's right. I mean, just like disconnects within organizations that support people, um, protecting themselves, right? Mm-hmm. With, with, mm-hmm. with, with reasonable logical and practical steps to control having arms within your home right mm-hmm. most of the people who are part of the NRA support gun control right but the Absolutely. NRA organization is is 180 degrees from them mm-hmm. and so you've got to wonder like okay what's really going on but I think I think people they the only way this is going to change is if people stand up
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Their leadership accountable even in the NRA. Like if if all the members don't don't want what the leadership wants, then why are they still leaders?
1: Yeah. Listen, fundamentally, I think the only way this is going to change is when people change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. I don't think it's about. You know, you both know I'm a big fan of like getting involved mm-hmm. in you know, in politics, but this one mm. it sort of made me think like the only way to change this is for people to change. Yeah. Yeah. To start caring. Like, by the way, why did that guy have a gun in the doctor's right. office? Yeah,
2: what, what the heck is like know. what what?
1: Mm-hmm. Like he just happened to have a gun on him right, and, in the doctor's and office? I don't
2: know what <laughs> you know this was a me- this was a major medical facility there are armed people in There. So, how did he get past security? How did he get and and all that kind of stuff? So that's a whole other thing.
0: That's a whole thing, and then also the whole system for veterans as well, because he was there because the VA hospital is so crappy, and why isn't that more well funded? I mean, me and my me and my sister, you know, we handle things for my father who's a veteran, and when I tell you, it's worse. It's like the DMV, the IRS, and every bad government office combined. Yeah, you have to deal with anything around it, and then you have people with PTSD. And all kinds of issues who... And this is not to excuse what he did. Of course. But, you know, it comes back around to that just not caring. Like, you know, just not enough care about what's happening with the masses, what's happening with these soldiers that come back, what's happening with these people who can so easily get mm-hmm. dangerous weapons. Like, you know, yeah, that's yeah. that's where we have to really put...
1: The, the, the VA thing needs a complete... Oh, oh my oh, God. God. Yeah. I have, I have a friend that was... He was in charge of... um northern new jersey's va hospitals mm-hmm. and i went to go meet them uh because i was thinking about doing a partnership at the va and i was like candy exactly what you said
0: mm,
1: it was the worst yeah. of the worst yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah
1: people sitting around not getting care people leaving because they're not getting care right? it's
2: been that way for a long time and i know certain things are like improving um but as a whole it's kind of like I mean this is this is our this is serving our nation's treasure right I mean people you know people who our are heroes. Best, our heroes our veterans yeah
1: why why do they have such terrible care why <laughs> don't they overhaul these facilities yeah. so they're modernized and they so... you know get great doctors in there they it's just it feels like it's from like the 40s it's
0: so <laughs> underfunded
1: it, it it is like that it's yeah. it's they're very
0: underfunded like yeah. you know, if yeah. if yeah and uh, that's
1: a, <laughs> and like that's that's that a conversation that, we had about the teachers right right like we we all agree that teachers should be the highest paid people yeah i mean yeah. we should be taking care of our veterans Absolutely. better than we take care of anybody yeah. else Absolutely.
0: Absolutely.
2: well listen why don't we move on to our next hot topic um and that was a, i mean that's another great discussion about like our mm-hmm. the, how do we care for uh people who we treasure the most um There's a story that comes out of Variety.com. And this is a fun one where Willie Nelson just got an only slightly late 90th birthday present. Mm -hmm. An impending induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The country music legend was one of seven music figures announced Wednesday morning as having been voted into the hall, along with Kate Bush, Rage Against the Machine, Missy Elliott, Mm
0: -hmm. uh,
2: Cheryl Crow george michael and the spinners oh man the spinners love me some spinners. spinners um there are six more inductees beyond that list with the distinction of being selected by a select hall of fame committee to join the seven performers who were voted in uh, via general balloting these are singers chaka Khan. chaka Khan, <laughs> instrumentalist producer al cooper Lyricist Bernie Toppin. Oh my God, Bernie Toppin should have been in there a long time ago. Right? Yeah. Uh, pioneering rock guitarist Link Ray, hip hop uh, originator DJ Cool Herc. Yeah. <laughs> and so trained TV host Don Cornelius as the recipient of the annual Ahmad uh, Edgewan Award.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, right? It's Aww. a really interesting. Um, it's an interesting group of people right yeah, <laughs> yeah. so think about this span. so part of me is like should the rock and roll hall of fame change their yeah, name no. <laughs> right, right right
2: exactly because you got all these i mean again
1: these are iconic people willie nelson he's just getting inducted I, right i'm just where what are you doing what what happened oh my god that guy's amazing i mean
2: just the variety of the main people through the general battling battling i mean mm-hmm. the spinners with george michael with cheryl crow with missy elliott right,
1: right.
2: kate bush and willie nelson
1: now so what do you think about that why is it so diverse or is that because it hasn't been like this right no, over the last many years it was
2: mainly Somehow. like Yep, certain
1: like Led Zeppelin and (laughs) Aerosmith rock and rollers, exactly. (laughs) The hardcore rock and rollers. Do you all think this is intentional? Well, to diversify like this, I think it's been going that way. I mean, Earth, Wind,
2: and Fire was inducted what a few years ago, were they? Yeah, yeah, I think they
1: were. Um, I don't know, like this. The spinners,
2: yeah, I mean,
1: are amazing. Oh, but whoa, Rub- what an outlier! Man.
2: <laughs> Rubber man starts to jam. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Wait, they're Bernie Taupin, is is Elton John
0: in it?
2: it I oh, I now I believe Elton John is definitely, <clears throat> excuse me, definitely in there. I think is he's he? definitely. Okay. But Bernie was like his writing partner. I yeah. Mean, so yeah, I, now some of these people I think came in late. Mm um but i i think tammy i think this the rock i think as this is just the sign of that the rock and roll hall of fame in terms of who's they are as a as an organization excuse me Mm -hmm. just decided that listen we're gonna make it more diverse and and not Mm -hmm. just more diverse in terms of genre of music but more diverse just period if you're if Mm -hmm. you're if you're writing good songs and you're and and you've had like hit after hit, after hit, after hit, or you've been very influential in the music industry as a whole, then, yeah, mm-hmm. then then, you know, you should be put up there. You know, yeah. there was other people uh, that um... didn't make it in, by the way. One of them was like Cyndi Lauper did, was 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 nominated, but didn't make it in. And mm. there's a couple of other people. And rock oh, and
0: roll does God. have
1: its roots, you know. It has its roots in blues and all these. I mean, blues, Absolutely,
0: right? yeah, Absolutely. exactly.
1: It's about time they recognize yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you hear interviews with with you know rock and rollers, they all talk about like blues and jazz, R and B. Yeah. Um, I thought one thing that was pretty cool is that Missy Elliott. This was the first year that she was eligible, mm-hmm. uh... and she got in on her first shot. That was pretty interesting yeah. wow <laughs>
0: wow and very deserving
1: she's amazing yeah oh. she's, they're all pretty yeah amazing. I mean yeah
2: I mean I don't I'm not disappointed with any one of these picks, you know, really
1: mm-hmm. it, no my I guess my thing when I saw it I was just like, oh, so they should either change their name <laughs>
0: widen out the right it up a <laughs> little bit.
1: <laughs> Let's do something more broad. Now
2: I do have one little pick, little, little nitpick. If you're gonna if you're gonna have Shaka Khan get in there, then where's Rufus? You gotta have Rufus in there. <laughs> I mean, like half her career was spent with that band right and yeah. so i mean and
1: they are an amazing yeah. band
2: oh man yeah
1: oh my god i listen to everyday <laughs> i listen <laughs> to rufus and shaka every day
2: i mean that it was like you couldn't say shaka khan without rufus and you couldn't say rufus without shaka khan
1: mm-hmm. you know you know it's um disappointing about so Cindy Lauper was nominated but didn't get right you know she was a trailblazer in her own right yes yeah, she yeah. was fantastic talent yeah, she was um yes and she's been around forever like i was in high school i think when she started like when she came on yep. the scene right so that's like 30 right. something years me ago too.
2: me too yeah. but Frank,
1: not getting inducted
0: does Disney. that mean she, she has no other chances to get nominated no or? she
2: can be nominated later i mean okay. they can re you can always re-nominate uh people i think the way that it works is that there's two again there's two balloting systems there's the general ballot And then there's a committee that comes together Mm -hmm. and selects. Mm -hmm. And so they look at all the, I think they look at all the nominees and please, if someone knows more than I do, please put into the chat or email us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But they, they go through all the nominees and then the highest six or seven, I think it's the seven, they automatically get inducted. Mm -hmm. And then there, then who's ever left the committee comes together and then they, go through those, and they say, okay, yeah, these are the people who we're going to pick. All um, right, let
1: me ask you a question. <laughs> no, i
2: <I'm> dumb. <laughs> no, she's laughing. Do she you f-
1: I am laughing at myself. Do you <laughs> feel like... Do you feel like this is a participation award at this point because they gave it to so many people across so many genres? Is this like when little kids get an award for showing up? Know, right. We know you lost, but here's an award. I, you know,
2: I you know that's a really good question. I think that there are at least certain like the criteria. like the people yeah that the nominees have to meet certain criteria like you have to be in the industry for this amount of time and there might be other things that are involved. Mm. Um mm. and so if a person even gets nominated if they don't meet the criteria, they don't they don't make it right. They immediately get kind of disconnected. But for mm. the ma- most part, over the years, though people might be disappointed that one or two of their inductees haven't made it. I mean, nominees may have not been inducted. Mm-hmm. For the most part, they've been okay. I mm. mean, they've been yeah. pretty good. much Everybody's like okay, good. yeah, I'm cool with that. You know, I'm cool with those people.
1: You know, you we know. were. We were gone um, during our break from each other. Harry Belafonte died. Speaking of yeah, music. Yeah, 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 we
2: talked about yeah, we talked a little bit about him on Monday.
1: Yeah, I'm wondering if he's in the Hall of Fame.
2: That's a now that's a good
1: question. Let me do. Let me just. I'm gonna do. Yeah, because really cool that's a good question.
2: You know, in fact, why don't we take a quick break? We've been going for about you know about half an hour now, and um, we've got some more great hot topics coming up. Um, And then we'll find out whether or not Harry Belafonte was in the <laughs> Hall of Fame as well because mm-hmm. he's one of my heroes. Yeah, so we'll he be does. right back in about, oh, 30 seconds. Okay. Six years ago, when I started Soul Liberty, my vision was to support everyone in improving their life through the discovery of their passion and purpose so they could become the best version of themselves to battle fear and ignorance, and create a better world today. Get inspired to live your passion and purpose. Visit Solivity.com now. And we're back with more of This Morning with Solivity. My name is Brian Wesley Johnson, and I am joined today by my beautiful co-host, Candice Harper and Tammy Gaines. And Tammy... You have some good news about Harry Belafonte and the Hall, Hall of Fame. It's
1: it's good news, but it's a bit disturbing. So yeah, he was inducted literally this past November. Oh wow. Like what wow. did they wait so long for? That is my that's that is what I was trying that to, might, get to now. That Cindy might be Lopper. a little that might be
2: a little political there. You know, like because he was up in age. He wasn't doing as well as he had been doing like even a few years ago. Um so they might have been like, oh, we need to do this while he's still alive.
0: Mm.
2: I'm glad he's there, though.
1: I'm glad he's there. Why do we wait so long to, like, um, you know?
2: Yeah. Give him their flowers while they're here. Exactly. Early, earlier, earlier than, than later.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Oh, um, but man. yeah, he, they they snuck him in just before he passed. <laughs> Dale, Dale. 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 <laughs> so, was before, when I graduated from Columbia Business School, he was our commencement speaker. Oh wow. wow! And it was incredible. It was, you know, I was sort of like, um, this is an interesting pick. But then I remembered that he's from Harlem, and you know, Columbia is <laughs> up in Harlem. Mm-hmm, uh but yeah. the funny thing was he got to like the middle of his speech and we all just started singing deo eh? he, just, he just went with it i mean of that was literally thousands of people oh, at this commencement we all just were like day and then he just started singing it was that awesome was
0: fantastic oh
1: yeah. my god it was better than the speech
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that power all right um Let's move on to our next hot hot topic, and this comes from the Washington Post. and I will call this segment, well, damn. <laughs> um, you literally you'll understand why. Uh, conservative ju- judicial activist Leo uh, Leon- uh, uh, Leonard Leo arranged for the wife of Supreme Court J- Justice Clarence Thomas.
1: More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: To be paid tens of thousands of dollars for consulting work just over a decade ago specifying that her name be left off billing paperwork, according to the documents reviewed by the Washington Post. In January 2012, Leo instructed the GOP poster Kellyanne Conway to build a nonprofit group, he advises, and use that money to pay Virginia Jenny Thomas the document show. The same year, the nonprofit, the Judicial Education Project, filed a brief to the Supreme Court in a landmark voting rights case. Hmm. In all, according to the documents, the polling companies paid Thomas's firm, Liberty Consulti, Consulting, consulting $80,000 between June of 2011 and June of 2012. That's a year, guys. And it's and it expected to pay $20,000 more by the end of 2012. So it's $100,000. The documents reviewed by the Post do not indicate the precise nature of any work Thomas did for the Judicial Education Project or the polling company. So I will go to both of you. What say you in regards to this? <laughs>
1: uh, listen, where do we start?
2: <laughs> That's why I said, well, where, damn. That's why. Where do said...
1: <laughs> we start? This guy has been problematic since he sexually assaulted
0: um, mm-hmm. our girl. Mm-hmm. And Anita. still somehow it
1: landed. Anita.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Anita Hill. And somehow yeah. he still landed on the Supreme Court. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, Problematic. The Supreme Court is a joke, if you ask me. So yes. What are they supreme? Like, why are they supreme?
2: You know, <laughs> I, 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 just to give people, <laughs> and not the Supremes we we're talking about, not supreme.
1: the, not the Supremes. <laughs>
2: um, just to give people, you know, again, when we do our show, we are bringing like current events into the light so that we can talk about it in a way where we, we're real with each other about what our feelings are, and we talk about, okay, what's the kind of world we want to be in, right? And so just the fact that we have a news story about the, the wife of a justice that's on the, the highest court of the, the land blood. is... Taking money from a judicial activist, don't you think that that is problematic? Yeah. At the at the very least.
1: Yeah, but Brian, remember, it's not just about her taking these payments. They were on vacation oh, around yeah, the world, oh, like oh,
2: that's a whole. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: The, just the whole, the yeah. whole, yeah, the optics.
2: Op- and and they've been
1: hanging out with this guy forever. And mm.
2: every court has ethics rules no other federal bent judges you know state judges all these judicial people they could not do any of this if they did any of this they would be impeached and out or they would just or they would be be put in jail because some of this stuff would be actually criminally illegal
0: so So, i have a a question because this is the first time that i i know of this guy i hate to admit but i don't follow politics closely enough to know a lot of people don't yeah. But judicial activist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. under that title, judicial activist. What mm-hmm. am I? Who am I? What am they're, I doing? They're, <laughs> I'm
1: a they're, lobbyist. just, they're lobbyists. I'm lobbying.
0: They're okay. lobbying. You're so lobbying
1: for your position. You're- so you're most right.
0: likely, he has a political position that he knows that that Ginny uh, Thomas would support. Clarence Thomas would support. Right. Right. Well, so well, exactly.
2: And and just to give people backstory, one of the one of the primary goals that this, that uh, Leonard Leo had amongst many, but one of the primary was, was to weaken the Voting Rights Act, right? Mm. And specifically in where, was it Title V, which is pre-clearance in the Southern states, which basically got struck down by the Supreme Court, right? In recent history, right? Mm. So what's the connection between the payments that were being made or if there was a connection between the payments being made during this time to a Supreme Court justice's wife and that Supreme Court justice's decision around that specific you know um, uh, ruling. because I believe if I'm if I'm correct, the justices, this was during Obama's first term, and it was during the first term that the Supreme Court struck down pre-clearance.
1: You know, the Supreme Court, its time may have come and gone, and mm-hmm. I will be very controversial right now. Mm-hmm. If you look at the – and I'm a little jaded because of Roe v. Wade – yeah. But if you look at the makeup of the Supreme Court and what most of those people have done, uh, they're not supreme. That's what I said before. To me, if you're going to be on the Supreme Court, wouldn't it be like being in Rome? Like you're better than everybody. Like you, <laughs> you're more ethical. You're more virtuous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all saw Gladiator. You know what I'm talking about. right? Right. Shouldn't that be them and then well, it's exactly supposed to be the, the opposite of that. Yeah.
0: Right. They're supposed to be the wise elders of society, right? Exactly. Like correct. The whole point of having three branches is checks and balances. Checks so you and balances. Right. Yeah. Yes. To have Except people they're
1: who- corrupt. Yeah. There's no bumpers on the Supreme Court. So, well, Brian, that whole thing with the ethics. Yeah. There's no ethics committee for the Supreme Court.
2: Well, and that's and now you're getting to where there's being more pressure and what's going to be Probably one of the major things that's coming up in the next election, which is Congress has a role where they can actually put a law in place that creates the ethics, that like they redo the ethics for Supreme Court justices. Because there is there is ethics, but they're just so weak yeah. that things like this don't get either reported or penalized.
1: Well, you know this stuff happens all the time and one thing that I think is really interesting by the way, I'm not surprised that oh. she was taking payments. Of like, course not. Of course that not. family, not. Has, their issues have issues. Mm, right. um, Clarence Thomas and, and, and his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I have a dream. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I have a dream <laughs> that one day Clarence Thomas will step down from the Supreme mm, Court yes. <laughs> and President Biden will get another shot at a yeah. nominee.
0: Amen. But- <laughs> <laughs>
1: and hallelujah. <laughs> hey, Wave your white if you got them. Wave your white
2: hankies if you got them.
1: I'm doing it right now. <laughs> um,
2: Ooh, I'm I'm sweating on that one. That was that funny. That
1: is Yeah, that was funny. But wouldn't that be amazing if Clarence Thomas had enough of a, a value system like this is not Brian. You read one story. There are miracles. multiple. Oh, stories. there's. Oh, yeah. I. I
2: like, this, this
1: guy. It's unraveling, but yeah, he will this is, never yeah. step down because Damn. he. It's. I just feel like it's arrogance. Oh
0: yeah.
1: It's oh, just I, arrogance.
2: Well, there was. There was the. There was the news report. That right after he, made it through the, uh, confirmation process. That he said to aides, his new aides that he had picked for being supreme, you know, you know, for the Supreme Court position, that he was going to make the Democratic Party specifically, but other people who were against his confirmation, he was going to make them pay for forty years. Mm. So this, so I'm, I'm saying this to give you a glimpse into what this man what his value system is, and to get people, regardless of your political affiliation, do, number one, do we want to have Supreme Court justices held accountable in the same way that other, you know, justices are around the country, judges and and other folks that are part of our judicial system, that's one. And then two, what are the values that we want in our Supreme Court justices? Period. Because mm. I cannot see, I cannot <laughs> see a Ruth Bader Ginsburg doing this.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Me neither. Or I um, can't
2: see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go
1: ahead. Or, or Thurgood
2: Marshall. I can't see Thurgood Marshall doing something like
1: that. No way. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The- like-
0: go ahead. Go ahead, Candy. I, no, I was just going to say political leanings have just gotten so, so skewed. And I think that part of it is that this is a a branch of the government that just shouldn't like it's like with the military. Political leanings are not allowed. Like right. you know, my brother, my brother in law is a, um, the uh, commander. He's a four star general. He's in charge of all of TRADOC mm-hmm. and he can have no political uh leaning one way or the other at mm-hmm. least not publicly and definitely not you know how he maneuvers through his work right absolutely right, so right. it should not be the case with any judge on any right. level that your your political views or your political um uh agenda is just not allowed in the space
1: <laughs> right right yeah that sh- there are i feel like there's no bumpers yeah there's absolutely no bumpers there's no we're built on checks and balances yeah. They're right. part of our system. Um, listen between Brett Kavanaugh and Ugh. Amy uh, Comey Barrett and Clarence Thomas, mm. like half of our Supreme Court is suspect. Yeah, they have an agenda. They all they have an agenda, and nobody's right. able to. Like, who do they report to? Yeah. They don't. They, Nobody.
2: <laughs> and they sh- and that's the whole point because. The exec- executive branch is checked by Congress, right? And then if people in Congress do something, the executive branch can have a check on them. Mm. But they're, but
1: yeah, you know, Congress is not exactly, do about but the that.
2: executive branch and Congress and the legislation, they're supposed to be checking Supreme Court in some mm-hmm. type of way, right? Mm-hmm. And but that's not there.
0: Yeah.
2: And so, again, does that feel right? At an energetic level for everybody who's listening for me it's hell no yeah,
1: yeah. Every-
0: it's like every it's like a preschool runs are our- uh,
1: absolutely, <laughs> everybody absolutely. Their, like- like- that they are running wait is it the uh the inmates are running the asylum exactly. is that absolutely. Going on? Exactly. <laughs> absolutely
2: absolutely yeah
1: it's unfortunate i think the most unfortunate piece there's two pieces for me that like really resonate with this number one if clarence thomas was a real man with any values and any real commitment to making this country better, Tell he would really step, down. Yeah. <laughs> he should step down. He should step down. He's the worst role model we could possibly have on well, the Supreme court.
2: And, and he, and just to, I agree with you. And I will say this, uh, he took an oath when he became a justice, that his decisions were going to be impartial based upon Facts and evidence, right? Mm-hmm. And part of that being impartial means that you have to be looked at as someone who's at least partially beyond repro- reproach. Right. And so, how do you continue right. to do your job as a justice if people are seeing these stories like this? Right. And I don't that, care. Right. And I don't care if you believe that they're right or wrong or whatever. There is factual information that. That is here that you can read, and you can say there's no, there's no dispute that Jenny Thomas was getting this money, for instance, mm, yeah, and there's right. no dispute that that his his relative was was um, that their boarding school was being paid for by another billionaire. There's uh, and his no, mom's house, Brian, and his mom's house, and mm-hmm. the the fabulous trips and all these things. There's no dispute. That's
1: factual evidence. So that was my um, my point. I was saying like that. Uh, what bothers me so much? It, like you both know my political leanings. Yeah, this is not political.
2: No, this no. is
1: the way I was raised. Right. Yeah. Uh, exactly. This is what Martin Luther King talked about.
0: Right? right. This is
1: what great leaders do. Right. It's all about your character.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And
1: how you show up in the world. That absolutely. is my problem. Like this guy sits on the highest court in our country
0: with no integrity. <laughs> with, right. Exactly. No
1: he, he, he don't give up. Mm-mm-mm. He does I mean, not does give. A, he doesn't. Guess if what? He... Nobody's going to rein him in. Right. He's just going to be he, he's going to sit there until he dies.
2: Wow. that's well, what's
1: disturbing to me. <laughs> we have no way to get rid of him.
2: Yeah. Well, to 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 make a hard turn, <laughs> oh, do something on on a more lighter. Have you guys ever been to Singapore? No, oh. I'd love to go though. Well, our next hot topic comes from the Good News Network, and that in case you're planning a trip to the other side of the world, the world's richest city state, the biphilic capita spring tower in singapore is now fully bursting with a publicly accessible urban forest in singapore's business district you have to go up 17 to 20 stories above street level to find wide open greenery on capita springs green oasis floor accessible to the public a spiral path winds through gardens and small replicants of tropical forests like the kind that stood there before Singapore became to be. On the roof, three rooftop market gardens supply fruits, vegetables, herbs, and flowers to three on-site restaurants, and trees grow in nooks in the building's facade as often as windows. And there's 80,000 plants. How cool is that?
1: I thought you were going to tell us that you
2: were taking us to Singapore. Yeah,
1: me too, (laughs) Andy. I was like, oh my god, let me get my calendar open. Well, thank (laughs) you for joining
2: us on another edition of This Morning. We'll be live from Singapore on Monday. Yeah, I I was like,
1: where is he going with this? But I have like a maybe a like super stupid question. Uh huh. Why can't they do all that on the ground? Why, did, why do they have to do that up in the air like that? That doesn't make any know. sense. And I'm a gardener. I'm just trying to level I, it.
2: You know, I, you know, from my friends who actually have been there, there's a lot of green space in Singapore, but they're just maximizing it throughout, like, making buildings really, really green that sit there. Because there's a whole lot of bu- buildings, especially, like, in the business district. And so, you know... They're just taking the lead on a lot of this stuff where they're incorporating like if we're going to build this skyscraper, we're just it's not going to be all metal and concrete. We've got to make sure that we're we're balancing that with green, green initiatives. And so that's what this is about.
1: Well, how about don't make your people work so hard so they can go home (laughs) and actually enjoy real greenery. (laughs) No, no like it. I'm not trying to have a garden in the bil- in the office I'm just trying to do my job and get my check and go home <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm baffled oh that's <laughs> funny hey Chanel, that Chanel. Too. <laughs> said that's what I thought too I'm just super confused like I don't need you to put a garden I need you to let me out two hours early
2: oh, <laughs> and Chanel says that's what I thought too <laughs> funny. Chanel
1: very well it's a whole um, I gotta say let me ask you guys this talking about this why are you making it so comfortable for us at work?
2: Mm, well you know why
1: I mean I know why but I you don't want you to like, let's can we just stick to the plan I go to work, I do my job, I get paid and I go home and enjoy my life which includes a garden. Right. And going to the park and all this L-
2: stuff. Like, listen, why
1: are you making it so comfortable for me? To listen,
2: work? this is this is
1: the um <laughs> <laughs> look Brian the... thought this was like cool and now I'm like Oh no, I think it's cool.
2: I think it's cool, but 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 you're right. I mean there's 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 other considerations and that's another like way to look at it. Where it's like, okay, well, if there are these all you know, they got the restaurants there, mm-hmm. you can you you got the market where you can shop for like mm-hmm. fruits and vegetables and all this kind of stuff. Well, but you're still at basically at work.
1: Yeah, you know, I went out my and brother so, Oh, I'm
2: sorry. No, no, and so you work longer. I mean that's the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. The, that you're at work and you work
1: longer. Work longer.
2: Mm-hmm. My
1: brother's in Silicon Valley. Um, and I went out to visit a couple of years ago. Well, obviously it was pre-pandemic, but I went to the Google campus. Mm-hmm. Where they had childcare, laundry, dry cleaning, a grocery store, like literally a Whole Foods. Mm. How come nobody's concerned? Like, I just want to earn a living. I don't want to have my whole life like right here on this camp. That, that, you yeah. literally never had to leave the campus to do your life. Yeah. Like you could do everything right there. They even had like... Um, I forgot what they called them, like sleeping rooms. If you had to work Mm -hmm. late, you didn't feel like driving home. Wow. To me, that's extraordinarily – this whole concept of like making work more comfortable so you could just what? Work more?
0: Like live there and just – Live there and do your
1: life there and you could bring your pets to work. I don't know. I
2: was talking (laughs) to a friend of mine about um, the – there's a company in in Detroit. I won't mention the company because then people will know who I'm talking about but I mean, there's only like get, 5. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'm kidding. Watch it. Watch it. I'm kidding. my brothers out there right now. They went to the game And and basically doing the same types of things, right? Where they have all these initiatives and they have all these different things, but their salaries don't go up. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a, a this is a little bit of like, you know, bait and switch, right? Where mm-hmm. You make work really comfortable. You do mm-hmm. all these, all these cool things, which some of which I think are necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it skews you away from the two important points. One you just made, Tammy, and that is, you know, I don't need my home life to be at work. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, or my personal life, quote unquote, to be at work. Mm-hmm. Two, what are you paying me? Right. So a lot of times the salaries that they're paying are not at market value. They're like below or right at where it should be instead of more. So they're paying more for those things where overall they're static and they don't have to like have outlays every single month for that stuff. Well, they
1: sell you on the benefits, right? And,
2: And again, and so it becomes more of an, your compensation package is more about the benefits instead of your actual compensation. Right. Right.
1: But right. you didn't ask us. You, you should have asked us, do we want yeah. to bring our dry cleaning to work? Now that I might not, might, you know, that I don't know. It takes
0: Drop away it off your on autonomy. The, it takes yeah. away your autonomy when they, you know, I had a, a job just on a small scale. I had a, a matchmaking job where instead of giving a Christmas bonus, they give you a, cause it's supposed to be a luxury. They give you a luxury gift. And what it does is it takes away, <laughs> <way>, right? Okay, <laughs> what no was the gift? Food. Wait,
1: Candy, what was the gift?
0: Well, they were like, Well, what's a luxury place that you like? And I, you know, I just threw out there Tiffany's because I, you know, I'm not that like I like nice things, but I'm not a crazy luxury person. So I was like yeah, Tiffany's. Lux- and they got me the the classic Tiffany tag pendant necklace oh. silver chain one oh, really? which is you know everybody knows it and it's nice enough like I would give it to maybe a 16 year old who was having her <laughs> her sweet 16 or something like that uh-uh. and the amount of it I think it I think it retails at like maybe 800 online thank and that's you nothing, I'll take the, I'll take the cash know. I'll take the cash. cash. I need you to to buy me presents. The bonus that I would have gotten would have been higher than that. So, you know, how often are they putting in these amenities and giving these gifts that are actually less than what you would have been compensated and made your own decisions around how you wanted to enjoy it. Right. Right. So it's an autonomy thing. It's like, come, be
1: comfortable, and let us
0: control you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Well, exactly, Candy, because I feel like maybe you should ask us what we want. Exactly. (laughs) Like, we just want the cash. We don't need all of these. Like, I think the garden is beautiful. Like, I'm a huge gardener. We do container gardening. Yeah. My daughter's in a cactus phase. She has like literally twenty cactuses. cactuses. Does it? <laughs> but she grew them all from succulents. Like she literally, like we go to Home Depot and she picks up a leaf, which is legal, and then she comes home and she plants it, and it becomes a cactus. Oh, I love nice. that. I don't want my job involved in that.
0: Yeah, agreed. Like let like, me let me develop my own <laughs> lifestyle.
2: Right. <laughs> hey y'all, we got we got like a couple of minutes here before we got to go. I know. And it's like, so really quickly. Well, first of all, thank you both for being here again. Um, We'll be here again on Friday. Um, Candy, can you talk a little bit about your, it's homeostasis
0: really quick? Yeah. So my project it's homeostasis. It's a compilation book and it's the stories of BIPOC plus women, women of color around our relationship with home. And I'm putting together a bunch of different, you know, varying stories the idea is that when we share our stories, our experiences, that we not only heal ourselves, we heal others. So I'm asking for people's contributions, their, their submissions. If you have a story that you want to tell around home, it can be a low vibrational or a high vibrational story, just something that means something to you. So if you go to bit.ly forward slash it's homeostasis, any proceeds from this project are going to organizations that support BIPOC and LGBTQIA youth in having shelter and learning life skills and all that good stuff. And the people who contribute to the project. So if you're, if your submission gets accepted and you get published and we make some profit from it, you will get compensated for it. Sweet, so, Right. Bit.ly its slash. I love that meostasis. project. Yay. I just love it. I think that's I so know, great. I know me too.
2: <laughs> and Tammy, Thanks. you've got another, uh, great show coming up for, uh, Tammy's, Tammy's
1: table, table. super yeah. excited. I just confirmed with my girl Candy. Oh, she's coming sweet. on. Wednesday. Whoa, watch she's out. Been on Hold my on. List. She's been on my list. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tammy's table. We talk about building resilience in all areas of your life. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think there's like seven core areas that make up most of our lives. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited um Candy just confirmed that she can come on because I think an area that we don't really talk about is building resilience in relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. Um <laughs> and you need it. We you need it and <laughs> I, and I think it's a lost art in some yeah. ways, right? Like my mm-hmm. parents have been married forever. Brian, mm-hmm. your parents are married. You know what I mean? Like Yeah,
0: exactly. We
1: have a legacy of long-term relationships which seems to be disappearing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm interested to explore that on Monday. Oh, we're gonna jump Yay. in. It's
0: gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be good.
2: <laughs> Woo, that might be that might be a martini.
1: Oh, <laughs> hey, listen, it's at noon,
2: <laughs> so it's hey. no problem. Yeah, martini <laughs> lunch. You know, grab a cocktail, somewhere.
1: grab your lunch, and, <laughs> and, and jump in.
0: <laughs> oh
2: man, listen, we're way over, but it was worth it because I'm with both of you um I feel like bringing that hymnal back but um
1: mm, I have a dream yeah. wow well, well that Clarence Thomas will his brain. And...
2: <laughs> oh man listen y'all listen I-, I love you both um listen remember to back. follow us on social media and join our mailing list uh, by visiting the this morning uh site today also, on behalf of all of us, I want to say thanks for joining us again for another edition of This Morning with Solivity. We hope that you come back and join us every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern for our live broadcast, right here at Solivity.com or on, on our social media platforms. Or listen to listen at 9 a.m. East Pacific Time on Thursday and Friday on came at 1490 a.m. for all of you out on the West Coast. Listen until next time. Keep having real conversations with passion and purpose. And we will see you next time.
1: Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs>
2: Or republication of all or part of this is expressly prohibited unless Affinity Global LLC has explicitly granted its prior written consent, all other rights reserved.